and welcome to this week's episode of Let Me Pull On Your Coat. I'm your host, Peter de Villiers, and what I like to do in this podcast is take you on a journey with five stops. Um, the first one is just um, something through my eyes, something I saw that or heard that I think is interesting. And a pebble in your pond is a bigger idea I'd like you to think about than a quote that I've come across in the week and something about what I'm reading and a record of the week. So through my eyes this week, um, it's all about sound. I, as you, if you listen to this podcast, you would know I listen to a lot of music and I think about sound a lot, the whole thing if a tree falls in the woods and there's no one there to hear it does it make a sound well um, for me the answer is no it doesn't um, and the, through my eyes is the idea that sound is only in your head there is no sound if you sit and listen to a hi-fi system there is no sound between the speaker and you halfway to you there is no sound where the speaker is there is no sound the sound you hear is a decoding of energy waves that just so happens to be represented when it hits your ear and your brain as the sound we perceive to hear. But halfway towards your ear, there is no sound. And um, this is an exercise in Sam Harris's Waking Up app as well with meditation. The idea that any sound you hear the sound itself is only right by your ear. Even if you hear a car off in the distance, you're not hearing it off in the distance. That sound is happening inside your ear. It's not happening between you and that car. Between you and that car, it's energy waves. Um, it's air being moved in, in a very similar way to how moving your hand through the air moves air. You're just not able to move enough air um, in a fast enough way or a rhythmic way or anything like that to make your ear respond to it. Um, but there is no sound. And this then also led me to see a fascinating video um, of a deaf man with a massive music collection and a very nice hi-fi system. And um, he went deaf, and I believe he's not the only person doing this, but he went deaf at quite a young age. So what he started doing is listening to music whilst holding a big balloon. Okay, so the air vibrations in the room then vibrate through this balloon. And he then found out, I can't remember what the balloon is made of, but it's a different material. And filling the the balloon with helium makes it lots more responsive and works better for definition. And he's listening by holding this balloon lightly in his hands and sensing the vibrations through his fingers. And the really interesting bit is that his neural pathways have rewritten themselves and his brain is responding to the music that he is hearing through his fingertips in the same way my brain responds when I'm hearing it through my ears. So his brain has just developed a new way of interpreting the vibrations in the air. Um, 
which is fascinating and I'll link to that video it is it is just awesome and and pretty cool then the pebble in your pond this week <clears throat> excuse me is just a simple idea be glad your opportunities didn't come earlier because you weren't ready and I just quite like it as a we sometimes are guilty of having regrets about what we've done, what we haven't done, having not done something soon enough, um, different versions of that. But if you just keep in mind, the, I just like this idea of the fact that, well, it's a fallacy because if X happened a year sooner than it actually did, um, you may not have been able to take advantage of that opportunity. So if you've waited two years for something to come to fruition, um, it's likely that you're in a better position to take advantage of that situation. Um, and exactly the same opportunity two years earlier would have been a complete waste because you weren't ready and you wouldn't have been able to take advantage of it. So maybe think about that and try and identify for yourself which opportunities had they come earlier would you not have been ready for and it might just make you a bit more patient with yourself um, on the opportunities you're trying to create and take advantage of our quote this week is from Jordan B. Peterson he of 12 rules for life and 12 more rules for life um, I was mowing the lawn and listening to the audiobook and just a, a, a th almost a throwaway remark that he mentions is the quote and it's just failure is the price we pay for standards um, and it almost makes you want to fail faster fail more often and that's a, a principle from software development and it works really well but in general it can be applied as well because if you think about it the only reason we have and compulsory seat belts safety belts in cars is because of the failures of not having them the increase in injury and uh, death from not having them those failures gave us the standard and it's the same with any safety or security or anything like that it's the failures highlight where we need to buck up our ideas and raise our standards. So failure is the price we pay for standards. Jordan B. Peterson. What am I reading? I bet you want to know what I'm reading. Well, I'm still reading scale. Um, and I reckon next week's episode will still be on scale at the pace that I'm going. So <clears throat> we're now out of um, the body out of plants and we're now looking at how cities and then companies scale and cities and social environments prove to be very interesting but also as structured as any other part of the world around us he goes into a little bit about the um, stanley milgram six degrees of separation and um, where that actually comes from but then a very interesting thing that he mentions is the Dunbar number, which you might have heard of from Robin Dunbar. And that's this idea that any any person can really only have um, a 
social circle, a group of friends to keep track of and friends of different degrees, but really a social circle of about 150 people. Bigger than that, you can't keep track of it anymore, which is interesting how that might relate to the chaos we see on social media where people are connected to um, supposedly hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of people um, and where they are having social interactions that one, they can't maintain, but two, there is no reason to maintain them. Um, uh, but the interesting thing about that Dunbar number is that for different species, this, is, this doesn't just apply to us, but for different species, there is a different Dunbar number. And what's really cool is that Dunbar number scales in direct proportion to the scaling of the size of the animal brain. So for us, that number is around 150 because of the size of our brain. But as you go down smaller um, brains, then the size of the group reduces in direct proportion. And then extrapolate from that, that the size of our brains scale in direct proportion to the metabolic rate um, of the animal. And therefore, that Dunbar number scales at your metabolic rate as well. And it's neatly tied together. Um, so yeah, some very interesting points on how cities scale and how we feel about living in a city um, all because we have these interconnections of each individual's Dunbar number circle of friends and how they overlap. But yeah, that's scale Jeffrey West. Um, still fascinating. Record of the week is by Salif Keita and the album is Fall On. And um, I, I've been listening to Salif Keita for quite some time. My good friend Andy um, introduced me to it. And this, this, this was the first album that I owned um, by him. And there's some incredible playing on it. And 99% of it is not in English. And I have no idea <laughs> what he sings about. But it's, it's an interesting thing because it's, it just proves again that with the music and everything in it, it doesn't really matter what the lyrics are. Um, there's still an, still an emotion being transmitted. But one of the coolest things for me on the album is there's a track called Mandela, um, which is about Nelson Mandela. And he, he manages, and I keep listening to it over and over, and then I forget to check where it starts, but he manages, the backing vocals manages to count to 27. Um very rhythmically in time with the music to end the 27 on the right phrase. And the, the, unique, the, the relevance of 27 is the 27 years that Mandela was in prison. Um, but that, that 27 just kicks into a phrase and a change of the music and it, it sort of builds the anticipation to that change in the music. So that's the track Mandela. But really cool album. Um, I think it's Mokhtar Sambo on the drums, who's who's incredible. But yeah, um, definitely go and check that out. Salif Keita, Fall On, um, and go and count on the track Mandela. And with that, we are at the end of this week's episode. 
thanks for joining me and I'll be here next week I hope that you will be and you'll give me another chance to pull on your coat 